Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we try to figure out how to build and run a software as a service product. I'm Benedict. And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on with consulting. Today is September 4th, and I am feeling impatient. This is episode number seven, and I'm feeling unfocused. Oh, no. Too, <laughs> too uh, not great <laughs> emotions. What's, what's up? How, why are you feeling unfocused? Um, I don't know, like last week in our recording last week, um, in the end, you asked me like, what are you up to this week? Like what, what's your plan for the rest of the weekend? Right. I was like, huh, I, I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and that stuck with me for the rest of the day. And I've been thinking about it and I feel like I'm a bit in analysis paralysis, like, uh, just trying to figure out this in that messaging stuff. Okay. And there's so many options there and I don't know, like, I mean, I have a rough idea about all the parts, but I feel like I still don't have the final answers and yeah, I'm basically stuck analyzing and not making any progress. Mm -hmm. So on, on, on Thursday, like after we recorded the episode, I, I was like, okay, I have to do something about this. And, um, I started breaking down the feature into smaller parts just making notes of all the things that need to be built. And I was like, okay, I was able to figure out like one part that I could focus on and like one small part implement as a first step. And, um, that was basically, um, uh, I, I figured like when we do, when we do in-app messaging, we can also do like client side tracking in a way because it's all happening in the browser. So we have to identify users somehow. And when we do that, we can also like also support like sending over properties for those users, sending over events for those users and stuff like that. So I figured, okay, implementing that tracking part is probably a good idea. And I had worked on this a couple of times already and, and had some, some thoughts and experiments. And uh, after chatting with my friend, Chris, I actually went ahead and implemented one way that I thought was the right way to do it, similar to how Intercom does it, very close to how our um, our server-side API works. And I got it all working. Okay. But at the end of the day, I felt like, yeah, no, this isn't well, this isn't the right way to go. <laughs> why? Why not? So what we implemented, or what I implemented, was um, basically sending the same request as the backend, like backend tracking does with a payload and a user ID. And then basically in addition to that, sending a signature that's based on a secret shared secret with the server, um, just to verify that it's actually this user and not someone trying to fake right. that request in the browser. And I got that working. It, it, it's okay. Um, but then I realized that there's this thing, and this came up in the conversation with my friend Chris, um, that, there's, that there is this thing called JSON Web Tokens, JWT. Okay. JWT. Yep. yep. Um, and they're basically exactly for this type of stuff, like passing user identity between, uh, between services. And 
that conversation with him caused me to look into this again. And then I realized, okay, there's actually a way to support like multiple keys for signing those J JWT tokens. Um, and then suddenly it, it, it clicked and it was like, okay, instead of like trying to roll my own signing solution, why don't I ask people to basically generate a token like this in their backend, expose that to the user interface. We are like embedding it in the, in the HTML or having a server response that basically delivers that to the client side and then use that to authenticate the user and fetch uh, in-app messages for them and stuff like that. So I basically spent a day of building a solution only to realize that it's the wrong well, one. <laughs> well, okay. That's, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> that's one way to look at the, it. The other way, the other way to look at it is that you you spent a day and now you know what <laughs> what yeah. you're going to do. Next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't th think it's a lost. Uh, it was lost time or wasted time. Yeah, and I actually I'm pretty happy about that realization because it makes it makes the path forward a bit clearer, and I genuinely think it's the better solution. Yeah. Um, how how large how large of a task does it does it I, I, let me just ask where I'm going anyway can you imagine okay here's what the one week version of in app messaging would look like here's what the two week version of it would look like and here's the one month version are, are, do you have do you have enough of a sense of what you're up against to be able to kind of shape those ideas I think so yes and with like with that realization last week um i feel like i can cut away like a huge bunch uh, of of stuff basically all that yeah we can also do like client-side tracking in that process and i was like yeah <laughs> but with that other approach i don't really need that stuff because like then i just have a user identity and that's that's good enough and i don't have to i don't even have to use the existing apis for that stuff i can just like build a new endpoint that's just for in-app messaging. And then maybe you can also send like events via that endpoint, but it would be a diff totally different thing um, from the, uh, and separate from the uh, server-side tracking. And yeah, it suddenly made a lot more sense. And I think the solution will be much cleaner and uh, more usable. But I, at that point, stopped working on it for the last couple of days, okay. basically to let it sit for a while mm -hmm. and think about it. But like the more I think about it, the more convinced I am that this is the right path forward. And then on Monday, um, at first I wanted to, to focus this week on, on basically giving this a try and implementing a first version of it. But then we had an internal discussion and some customer feedback, and now I'm building an entirely different feature this week. <laughs> okay, what? What? <laughs> that's interesting. What feature is so that? We had, what, how did that come We had about? a new customer sign up uh, or start their trial, and it's um, those are like they requested two features. Basically, uh, the one is uh, being able to upload images uh, when they compose their messages. Okay. Because right now we basically we allow them to to add images into their emails, but you have to host them somewhere. And while it wasn't okay. a problem until now, and it's not a super hard problem for that particular customer, but of course, I mean, it would be easier. You have to file on your disk, 
why not just upload it into user list and then have it right in the email? That's the one feature they requested. And the other one that's uh, been, that has been coming up a couple of times is being able to customize the styling of the emails. And while this will probably take a little bit more time, we figured that it's probably a good time to just implement that file upload and be done okay. with it more or less. So that's what I'm doing this week. Okay. Um, and uh, using using the time away from internet messages to <laughs> okay. process the learnings from last week. <laughs> um, well, let me make... So if I take a completely uh, naive and annoying to the developer uh, perspective here and say well can you uh can you just roll out uh tricks rails's uh you know the the, the WYSIWYG that uh that basecamp built uh use tricks and active storage and boom i mean there you go like what's what's your response to that uh, doesn't work. Okay, <laughs> that's an, that's important. Why? What what so doesn't work? So one of the um, one of the things we decided was that we will store emails as Markdown. So we won't let you do anything in terms of styling for the email body that's not supported in Markdown. Okay. And or like most of the editors out there use html as the source of truth mm -hmm. and our implementation we're using i think i mentioned it somewhere we're using pros mirror and we're using their uh, markdown backend or whatever to then store markdown on the server and use that to render the emails okay but as the, as the user i don't i'm not writing markdown I am just like making things like different header levels and bold italic, but you are converting it to Markdown behind the scenes. Yes, but you also have the ability to switch into Markdown mode and just like use plain Markdown and save it directly to cool. the server. Okay. Um, so that's one reason why tricks wouldn't work. And also, I think I mentioned it as well in a previous episode, it's an Ember application. Okay. Like the front end is an Ember and the back end is, is Rails. And it's API only. And I have a feeling that integrating tricks into that setup would be <laughs> not, not worth it. Not easy. Not, worth it. <laughs> not, not straightforward. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So you do your, your ability to implement images into the text editor is a little more complicated than just spinning something up. Yeah, but I mean, it's not super complicated. Yeah. I, I think I can get it done until the end of the week. I, I basically have the file upload working. Mm -hmm. uh, Jane is um, working on the on the user interface and the design for like the, the upload interface. And then we probably will have a way to pick one of your existing uploads and stuff like that. She's working on that as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I could probably open up a screen and follow her in Figma, uh, <laughs> trying to design it. And um, yeah, I'm confident that we'll that we'll be able to to ship it by the end of the week, yeah. and it will be a nice nice thing mm -hmm. to show some progress and hopefully make one or two customers happy. Right. Well, yeah, this is one of those difficult things where it, where it feels like um, you know shift shifting gears, like cha changing your mind. Like sometimes that's not a great idea, you know. Yeah. But this. How, how did what was the conversation like? How did y'all come to the decision that no, no, I mean, come on, y'all, 
image uploading and inserting images and customizing the text a bit like that that's table stakes for for a service that's sending emails or no we really need to deliver on this in-app messaging thing what was the what was the conversation like and how did y'all decide to prioritize it the way that you have um it was obvious that like in-app messages will take a while okay and yeah i mean no surprise they are already taking a while i mean i I started first the first prototypes a few months ago yep um but like it felt right to basically ship a small thing in between and especially as i had that learning last week explicitly take a step back from it and uh do something else and then i'll probably look back into it next week and um yeah, it just helps like letting it sit for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. so far, I haven't found a downside of that new approach. So, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it seems like you're getting, it seems like you're getting the upsides of both in terms of relative cost of impact that you know for sure how to deliver the file upload and custom formatting. Like that feels, that's, that's not an unknown to you, right? Like, you know yeah. how you're gonna, yeah. yeah. So you deliver that while your subconscious continues to kind of bake the the bigger unknown. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What else? How uh how else is your week gone? Um so Monday was a bit of a tough one. Um I had one of my my handful, literally handful customers for stage uh cancel that was a bit of a bummer um and it was like out of nowhere <laughs> they're they're lo- they're, they're releasing a new album in a couple okay. weeks and um stage your, made a your few... the the cms for bands yeah that we talked about. the cm the cms oh, yes yeah. the, the wow. cms we talked about and i made some adjustments to the website uploaded the new artwork and and I, I felt like, yeah, they just like continue using it. Uh, but like on Monday, I get this email basically telling me, yeah, we're moving to a different provider and uh, we'll let you know when you can just delete everything. And yeah, I, I feel like it didn't sound like they were upset with me for some reason, right. just like moving on. But it was very much out of the blue. So that was a little bit of a down on That's Monday. a bummer. Sorry, Benedict. <laughs> Uh, that's how it is. <laughs> I mean, in a way, yeah. it will happen eventually. It, it was, yeah, destined to happen eventually because, like, I'm, I'm not putting that much effort into the product anymore. And eventually, all of the customers I have will probably move on and then I'll shut it down. So it's only fair, I guess. Mm. So you're that, that just that's that's a bummer that that happened. You're it sounds like you're not going to try to go out there and do a little bit of direct sales to replace to replace that customer. No, no just that letting doesn't it make any sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry, man. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> what was your week like? I have a feeling uh, you have something to share, yeah. at least from what well, you what you're what you're doing on Twitter recently. <laughs> yeah, I had a had an I did. I had an interesting week. Um so I had my first and my first mastermind call uh Friday. 
um, with my friends, uh, Richard and Travis. And, uh, and that was, it was really great. It was good. They're both, they're both into it. Um, conversation was good. The format that we decided on was, um, we'll, we'll schedule it for 40 minutes. Although this first one ran long, everybody was okay with it running long. Um, and we're setting a six week, uh, six week time period on this. We're going to do this meet six times and then we will sunset it. And anybody who wants out, just, you know, move on, no hard feelings. Um, and if we want to spin up another six week cycle, then let's do that. Um, and so, but ideally, you know, set a, set a six week goal, set a, set something that you want to make some progress on and like, what are you hoping to accomplish? It doesn't have to be, uh, it can just be movement towards, towards something like towards a decision or towards some certainty, but have a six week goal and we'll keep you accountable for that. Um, and then also, uh, have some one week action items, which kind of, which came out of the, this one specific call. And so, we, the way we're doing it is, I think I mentioned this last week, is we'll open up the call with like, hey, does anybody have anything on fire? Um, okay, we'll go. We will give you, like, you've got the floor, and if it takes 40 minutes, fine. Um, but if you have something on fire, then let's let's talk to you. Otherwise, we'll just go around, you know, around the circle um, and kind of share some updates and, and that sort of thing. Um, and you're not allowed mm-hmm. to have something on fire two weeks in a row. You're not allowed to be... <laughs> You're not allowed to take up all the time. I still, uh, I still like that yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, none of us had anything on fire. Um, and so, but but the thing that I talked about uh, that I used my my time for was on uh, on Wednesday. I had this uh, a, a tweet that I wrote about loneliness and remote work. Just kind of blew up out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we will link to it in the show notes, but. Um, Let's see. What did I what did I say here? I said for all the benefits of working remote, as the trend continues, I would put a giant ass bet on loneliness as the number one reason that talented employees quit and return to a co-located team. And got like seven hundred likes, forty something retweets, ninety thousand impressions, or whatever, and like eighty comments. Wow. Um, and so it 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 definitely struck a nerve. Um, large number of people like yes totally struggle with this you know da, 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 da. large number of people also you know kind of wait what are you what are you talking about who are these people don't they have family and friends um <laughs> and which which i was like okay that's validation of a different kind that this is this is a problem um for 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 so many people to be like yes i have this and then like a gut reaction being like who are these people it's like okay that's there's something in my gut that just like suggests that that's a, an, an interesting other kind of validation. Anyway, so that's what I, what I used my time talking with uh, my friends, Travis and Richard, um, about was I, I shared last week on this podcast, I'm, I, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm not sure that I have got founder product fit on, on feature audit. Like truly there's, there's, and it, it could be that I, I, you know, botched it along the way and it has just grown a little bit stale for me. And, you know, the, the momentum is no longer there. Um, or it could be like in my heart, in my heart of hearts, I am much more interested in trying to find ways for people who work remote the way that I do, the way that you do. Um, I'm, I'm much more interested in finding ways for the, for people who do work remote that begin to feel 
isolated, both emotionally and intellectually, from from peers, finding ways to keep them connected and to help them get the benefits of remote work that are obvious and well-documented, while also not continuing to feel the, the downsides um, that are also becoming a little bit more um, common uh, and obvious. So that's, that's, what I, that's what I took my time with um, chatting through with those guys is uh, help, me, help me think through this and, and make this decision well. I, I feel like, <laughs> it even feels weird to say it, I'm like ready to say a f- feature audit is, is done. Like I, I don't think that I'm going to, yeah, I don't, I don't think that I'm going to be able to make real meaningful progress on that product. And, Mm. and I want to point my energy and focus towards this other problem that I, that I feel personally and that I Mm -hmm. know is going to continue to grow as remote work grows. The volume of people who are going to experience this is also going to grow. And so Maybe I want. I I do. I want to want to focus on that and then see if there's something that can be done there. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's interesting. Um, and it came unexpected as well. <laughs> it, was, it was. I mean, yes, it was very. It was unexpected. And here's here's a, a really great story about it too. I that I've like written this down. Like, don't forget this, Brian. Um, the like two weeks ago, I uh, interviewed Tyler Tringus of Earnest Capital for my other podcast, uh, Bright and Early, mm-hmm. and and we were talking about. I was just asking him like, what are the trends that you're seeing? And he said uh, he was like remote where or remote tools for remote teams. Um, there's just a lot. There's there's something there. Remote work is growing. I was like, yeah, totally for sure. Um, I'm a remote worker. What's the itch that I would want to have scratched? It's like, well, it's that sometimes I feel isolated. Like I don't have like a team that I'm like, hey y'all. Can you whiteboard this with me? And so on on Monday of last week, I put on Twitter and LinkedIn both. Um, hey, if you're a manager of remote teams, I would love to talk to you. Reach out, you know, or something like bland and lame like that. And it probably got like seven mm-hmm. impressions. <laughs> and then Tuesday, I'm just at the gym and pull out my phone, just like spitball. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I think that loneliness is, I put a giant ass bet on loneliness, you know, continuing to grow and poof. So exact yeah. same <laughs> intention, but you know, uh, just stating, stating a, a hard line opinion, it just like got so much more attention, What whatever. Yeah. Anyway, got the outcome yeah. that I wanted. Um, or that I, yeah, did not plan for that at all. It's just like, this is a thought I have, but, um, so, so what I've what I've done, Benedict, is um, I reached out to about fifteen or twenty people who commented, mm-hmm. um, or some of them I even said like, "Hey, wow, this is this is resonating with some folks. If you lead a team, DM me. I, I really want to talk to you and just understand the problem." So, um, reached out to about fifteen, twenty people. I've got four calls scheduled so far, um, like. Uh, managers from Full Stories, Apier, Guru, um, like a couple other good ones. Uh, had one call yesterday with a um, manager of a five-team, uh, yeah, five-person team of front-end developers, and uh, is it's really good. so. I'm just I'm I'm trying to stay super focused on problem validation right now. Um, mm-hmm. It is so hard to not start jumping to <laughs> solution ideas in your head. Um, yeah. You know, but uh, that's, 
that's that is that's okay yeah that's a long rambling way benedict of saying i i really think that i need to i have to admit i have to admit that 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 feature audit is eyes dead for me (laughs) um and uh and that i want to i really want to focus on on this this problem that that means more to me Uh so is it official like is feature audit dead or is this are you still hesitating um well let me i'll at least put it this way um i mean there's no need for me to delete the code base and and not renew the domain. I mean, it can it can sit uh, ex- mm-hmm. in the exact state that it is at, um, and uh, and there's there is no reason to do anything because because this I I could invalidate this could completely invalidate this new idea that I'm like starting to mm. work on. Um, so there's no reason to there's no reason to change anything about it other than to say um, I am mentally saying. Do do I I no longer will feel guilty from week to week by not working on feature audit. Um, I want to be making progress towards interview talking to people who lead remote teams and and are trying to address this problem of uh, engagement, loneliness, and isolation among their for the remote team. Mm-hmm. That's my focus now. Okay, that that sense. feels yeah. official. How's how's that? <laughs> yeah, that sounds very official. <laughs> and like, what happened to to that other endeavor you you started a couple of weeks ago with uh, the uh, the products for your website and the productized services? Yeah, um, and so so the where that where that stands is that I completely I did I repositioned like three levels of offering um, on my site. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not. Uh, doing, try. I'm not trying to create any um, assets or or video um, or courses or whatever for the for the middle level. I basically am saying like the middle level of my product ladder is uh, book a call, like that 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 kind of clicked. Like there was this feeling of oh, I want a forty nine, a four ninety five, and a forty nine ninety five offering in the ladder, um, and where where uh, you you had some really good pushback was on creating work at that middle layer um and so that's that's where it stands um i've got uh but like sales on it like i'm not directing anything toward it it hasn't gen it has not generated anything new um and so yeah that man i just (laughs) That that's a whole other that's a whole separate other thing. We can we can talk about it right now. Um, I'll say the uh, like I sold you know to a to a new to a, to a prospect the the top tier like package of customer insights. Let me run some interviews for you. Um, deliver deliver some insights off of that. I have an ongoing um, client that was just hundred uh, percent like organic or sorry hundred percent referral. That's just mm-hmm. um, doing uh, front end development and product uh, product development work for them. That's not like was not sold through the packages on the site. Um, so that's that's where that's where that stands practically. Um, 
strategic, I, I would love to get your thoughts on this right now, actually. Uh, I talk, I ended up talking to several people um, who also are in the similar boat as we are in terms of, you know, consulting and, um, and just the, the idea of like, that, that somebody is going to arrive at a site with these sorts of packages and click buy now is just like so low. Um, mm. is that, has that been your experience as well? Or like, what is, what is the, what is a reasonable expectation and purpose of, of, the, of, of that sort of site? Like, <laughs> yeah. So first of all, um, uh, congrats on shipping that stuff. I didn't realize you, you already like, while you were talking, I was visiting your website oh. <laughs> and saw that you already oh. have the, the packages up there. Yeah. That's yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we, we talked about this last week a little bit after recording. Um, I don't think I have ever gotten a lead, like, uh, or leads maybe, but like, I think I never got a consulting contract directly via my website. It was only, it was only ever in a supporting role when talking to people. Yep. Um, so you could point them to something yep. and they, I don't know, browse it. And I mean, I also have those packages on there, but I think I only ever sold like a couple of consulting calls directly yeah. via the website. And, but most of the time it's basically people find me through other means and, um, and then probably visit my website and, and get an idea about my, my offerings and my prices. Mm -hmm. The prices part is interesting. It's in, is the interesting one because it basically already sets some some boundaries in terms of uh, how much are they willing to pay, and um, then yeah, they can do some self. It's usually easier, yeah, doing yes. some self qualification, yep. and then it's easier to get a decent rate, even if it's not the rate that's published on the website. It will still be better than starting with nothing, right. I guess. Right. But yeah, I, I think I agree um, that it's super hard to have a consulting website and expect people to just show up there and then become yeah. customers. I, I, I never had that happen for me. Yeah, I that's that's I guess that's the other like in, in terms of like what's going on on in my story here. <laughs> that's is yeah. is the feeling of um, okay, like maybe maybe the the strategy just needs to be direct sales. Like the web, the website needs to have, like, like you say, it just needs to play, it needs to play a very strong supporting role. Okay. Like lots of art, a bunch of articles demonstrating some authority, etc. blah, blah, blah. But in terms of finding leads and closing deals, pr like maybe, maybe I need to refocus on direct sales and outreach as opposed to what I, what I've been trying to do over the last like, year or so um is increase the number of inbound uh, the amount of inbound traffic i get and then getting that traffic into an, an email funnel that eventually converts into a sale um that's just yeah like i've i just have not cracked that code yet and mm -hmm. um and i'm not i'm not completely sold that it's because that's the code i'm supposed to crack like i may have all the content i currently need to have i just need to go find the customers myself and spend spend that time like starting up conversations with them yeah yeah 
I guess, I mean, in the end, it's probably possible. I mean, uh, Brennan Dunn talks a lot about that that stuff with positioning and uh, getting him into the funnel. And yeah. I guess it works for some people, but it never worked out for me. Yeah. And that might very well be because I didn't put enough effort in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Like, I definitely, I've seen the, and I've heard the pitch and the promise um, that, you know, there's a way to, you know, smooth out the lumpiness and like inbound leads, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm either, I'm either <laughs> doing it. I'm willing to admit I'm either doing it wrong or it's, it's just, it's an, it, it may be a bit of an over promise. Um, and that when it really comes down to it, you know what, like put some good stuff up there, get some table stakes in place and then do direct sales. That's how business works. Uh, <laughs> so Yeah, might be true. <laughs> um, gosh, hey, if, if seriously, there are some smart people that are listening to this show. Um, <laughs> and if you've got thoughts on this, uh, reach, reach yeah, out. Let us know. Uh, let us, let <laughs> us know. Let us know. Um, all right, we, we should probably start to wrap up uh, here, Benedict. Um, what can we can we get back real so what what are you what are you hoping to work on this week you want to get the image uploader and like custom formatting shipped yeah the custom formatting probably not um i think that's out of scope for now okay but the image upload definitely want to have to ship uh by the next time we talk cool and um i'll I'll definitely report back (laughs) okay all right i what about you um, I will, uh, I, I hope to have at least three or four more, uh, conversations, um, uh, with people about, uh, the remote work doesn't have to be lonely, um, idea and maybe, yeah, I guess I can, I guess I can leave it there. Um, is there anything I talked about that I should be held, uh, <laughs> I should commit to? Feels like that. Feels I like think that's that's a, that's a pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty good commitment. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey. So other other thing is that Ben Orenstein is not pleased with your with your audio. <laughs> yes. Our, I notice. Do we <laughs> do we do we need to commit to a microphone? <laughs> yeah. Is maybe. That, is that um, an action item? <laughs> I wonder what's wrong with this microphone um, because like I've been doing a podcast previously and we did like 80 episodes Yeah, and I think nobody ever complained, but ha- maybe it's not a good microphone. Has, has the market, has the market moved upward in that time? Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, we're trying something today, basically changing the recording setup a yeah, little bit. Yes. Maybe that already helps. Maybe that's um, it. Or at least helps, yeah. So, Ben, if you're listening to this, let us know yeah. how we are progressing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Great. Great chatting. Uh, enjoyed it. Let's see. Listeners, show notes at slowandsteadypodcast.com. You can find us yep. on Twitter at slowsteadypod. Is that right, Benedict? Yep. Okay. That's correct. Yes. Find us. Let us know what you think. And we'll talk to you next week. 